Orbiting 250 miles above Earth, the space station provides the ultimate view of planet Earth. From this perspective, we ask our guests to engage with six questions that orbit around wonder and stories of hopefulness. For the next few minutes, this is our wonder space. Welcome to the 85th episode of the Wonder Space podcast, which is a creative expression of a family trust called Panapa. My name is Steve Cole, and since September 2020, I have asked the same six questions to over 80 people from around the world. People like Sarah Corbett, who is the founder of the Craftivist Collective. I do believe that if we want to make our world a more beautiful, kind and just place, then our activism can absolutely be more beautiful, kind and just. It's treating people how you want to be treated. Sarah was our third guest on Wonderspace, which you can hear in full at ourwonder.space. For our third year, we are excited once again to be collaborating with Ask Nature, who are a project of the Biomimicry Institute. Their work looks to nature for inspiration to solve design problems in a regenerative way. Here is another moment to help us to re-wonder. The Caribbean spiny lobster uses a pair of small antennae called antennules to sniff out and track down snacks. The antennules are covered in rows of hair-like receptors called esthetasks that allow the lobster to detect chemical signals such as odors. When flicked quickly downward through a drifting underwater scent trail, the hair array acts like a leaky sieve, allowing more water to pass through the sense receptors, grabbing odor molecules from the turbulent water currents. On the slower upward flick, the hair array acts like a paddle with water passing the hairs without much stirring so that the odor plume structure doesn't change. Each flick gives the lobster a scent snapshot of its surroundings. Learning from this technique, biomedical scientists have proposed using an antennule-like brush to capture and work with microscopic objects such as single cells. On a larger scale, underwater drones could use such sensors to search out chemicals, pollution, or small disturbances that might help predict events such as earthquakes. This week on Wonderspace, we welcome Sheena Telma, a marine scientist from the Seychelles, working with the Necton Foundation, which is an amazing charity focused on accelerating scientific exploration and protection of the ocean. Their aim is to highly protect at least 30% of the ocean by 2030. Sheena also works with the Save Our Seas Foundation, which has funded over 400 marine projects in over 80 countries around the world. With this expansive overview of Earth, I start by asking Sheena, if we could do a fly past on any part of the world that is significant to you, which place, city or country would it be and why? Well, I think that's an obvious question. Um, I'm from the Seychelles, which is a small group of islands um, in the 
Indian Ocean. Uh, so, you know, that's my favorite place. That's home. Um, I love it so much. There's so much blue and so much green. And every time I fly in coming from another country, it just reminds me of how amazingly blessed I am to be from a country that is so full of wonder um, and so much more to explore and discover. So I would say definitely homeland, which is Seychelles. Sheena, give us a glimpse into your life story so far with an emphasis on what you are doing currently. I'm from a small island state or a large ocean nation. Um, and that means that you are surrounded by the ocean when you grow up. Um, but unlike a lot of marine biologists, which is what I am now, um, I didn't grow up being super confident in the ocean. Um, I was as a kid, as most kids are, you know, like excited about water and stuff like that, but had a few bad experiences, one particularly bad one that kind of scared me from the ocean for a long time um, until my community, my friends and family kind of pushed me back into it. I took a step into diving when I was around 17 and just fell in love with the ocean and that ocean space um, and then went on to study marine biology. Well, more ichthyology, which basically is just a fancy word for studying fish. Today, I am a marine biologist, or I identify as that, um, and I'm a consultant, so I'm based in Seychelles, and I work for a variety of different organizations, including Save Our Seas Foundation and also Necton. So Necton, specifically, we do deep sea research with countries where deep sea research isn't necessarily priority on the agenda. Fair enough, because deep sea research is very expensive and generally very difficult to access. So my current pathway is to do as much as I can for the environment, um, but particularly illuminating the deep sea. So when we think about our ocean, when we think about the environment, I think there's a lot of doom and gloom around the fact that it just feels like there's nothing more we can do to kind of save ourselves, really, um, from the destruction that we've created. But I think one thing that we forget is that our ocean, our planet, has the amazing ability to heal itself if we just allow it the space to do that and to curb our own habits, our own negative mindsets, so that our earth can heal itself. Um, so I think the deep sea is a great way in bringing people in, creating a message of hope, creating a, an interest and mesmerization, instilling this childlike curiosity in our natural world, a springboard, if you will, um, to allow a new and renewed interest in our natural world. Where on earth is your place of reset or recharge? My place of reset or recharge is probably um, with my dogs at home, <laughs> with uh, my family in the garden, 
and, you know, feeding my chickens, doing very small jobs that kind of seem, you know, why would that be so important? But I think that spending time with people and family is really, really important. Um, it rem- it reminds me, especially little kids, especially like my cousins and um they're so much younger than me. It reminds me why I am so interested in what I do, why I want to make um, our world a better place. Uh, it reminds me why I'm still working within the environmental sphere, even with all the seemingly multitude of hurdles that we face. Um, yeah, just being present with family with especially little kids um, reminds me that there's such a great generation um, that is coming up that have so many solutions at their fingertips um, that there is hope um, and that if we work together especially intergenerationally oh we've got so much more to achieve what wonder of the natural world excites you the most the place that mesmerizes me the most is the deep waters. I think it is so cool, for lack of a better word, for us to even imagine what lives beneath our, the surface of our ocean. And the fact that we don't even know most of the species that occur in these parts of our, you know, of our planet. But also the fact that most of our planet is ocean and a lot of it is deep. I mean, that to me is mind boggling. And um, when I think about exploration, I'm like, space is awesome. I mean, we're all obsessed with that. But we've got like the coolest thing in our very backyard, which is our deep sea. And my aspiration is to be able to discover more of it. Sheena, what is your story of hopefulness that's not your own about a person, business or non-profit who are doing amazing things for the world? One of the organisations that I feel really speak to the youth and are trying to congregate groups of youth worldwide so that um, they feel empowered but can also take action is the Sustainable Ocean Alliance. Um, And yeah, I just love the fact that they are able to pull in voices from around the world and really create a drive um, towards creating policy, um, attending conferences like UN conferences and being able to really project their voices on these platforms and giving voices from around the world um, a platform to be able to do that. Uh, So, yeah, I think Sustainable Ocean Alliance is uh, one organization that I think are doing great work. And one of the organizations that I've been really excited about and to see how how much further they go is the Ocean Discovery League. Um, They're creating affordable technology that will allow, you know, just 
any scientist, especially scientists from areas of the world that don't have a lot of access to resources, to be able to illuminate our deeper waters, to be able to deploy equipment of a small boat um, and not costing a whole lot of money to see what lives beneath 200, 300, 5, even down to 1,500 meters. And I'm really excited to see where their work um, continues to take them. Finally, as we prepare to re-enter the Earth's atmosphere, what insight, wisdom or question would you like to leave with us? I think the biggest kind of message of hope that I would love to share with others um, is the fact that there's still time to change mindsets, change our behaviors, to be better stewards of our planet, of our ocean. Not so that we can save the ocean. I really, I don't like that narrative actually. More so that we can save ourselves. We rely on our planet so much. Um, not just the beauty of it, but just the oxygen we breathe. Um, so... If anything, it's it's that there's still time and there's still hope. It's just a matter of coming together, believing that we can make differences, changes, um, and that we can do it together. Um, I think there's a lot of negativity out there around whether we're running out of time to be able to make constructive changes so that we have a healthy planet for the next 50 and 100 years. Um, and the truth of the matter is, I think that we do. And what makes me have even more hope is, again, looking at my cousins and um, students I teach at university or um, camps that we run and we, we teach kids about the environment. And that's where the most hope is. Um, and I just hope that everyone else can, can feel that and see that as well. Web links to all the organizations Sheena talks about can be found on her episode page on the Wonder Space website, ourwonder.space. What is your story of hopefulness that is not your own? about a person, business or non-profit who are doing amazing things for the world. We would love you to consider recording yourself in under 30 seconds, sharing your story on your phone through your video or the voice memo or recorder app. You can then simply upload the recording to the link on our website, ourwonder.space. Start with your name and where you are from, and then share your story of hopefulness in under 30 seconds and we will look to include them in future episodes. Thanks to Sheena for joining us on Wonderspace this week. Let's continue to search for and find ways of sharing wonder and stories of hopefulness. We need them like never before. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>